welcome to episode number 302 of Sleep Whispers. Tonight, you'll hear a special storytime episode featuring Winnie the Pooh by A.A. Milne. I'm Harris, and I hope this podcast helps to tranquilize those restless squirrels in your brain so you can relax and fall asleep. If you would like to try free access to over 400 more of my sleep-inducing episodes, then just use the link in the episode notes or visit my new webpage at silkpodcasts.com. You'll also see links to some pillow-friendly headphones and to my newest podcast, Call Mystery. Alright, I know you are wondering, why are you getting this special storytime episode when I'm supposed to be on my summer break? The answer is simple. I just learned that Winnie the Pooh has fallen out of copyright. This means I can read it to you without going to jail. And I can't wait. Meaning, I can't wait to read it to you. That is, I definitely can't wait to go to jail. I I think I said that in a confusing way. Anyway, I've always found the stories of Winnie the Pooh to be gentle, relaxing, whimsical, and soothing. So, they are just perfect for this podcast. I may even publish more Winnie the Pooh episodes for you while I'm on my summer break. That's how excited I am. More episodes with Pooh, Christopher Robin, Piglet, Eeyore, Ganga, Owl, Roo, Rabbit, and others. Once I finish reading the whole book. I'm going to stitch together those episodes into a big batch of poo. <laughs> oh, I I should have thought about that before I said it. Into <laughs> episodes for my Silk members and supporters. So overall, I hope this is good news for everyone. So tonight is going to be part one of my audio adaptation of Winnie the Pooh 
by A.A. Milne. Tonight's story will be a typical Winnie the Pooh quest at trying to get some honey. Honey is most yummy in a little bear's tummy. (laughs) That just sounds like something Winnie the Pooh would say. If you listen closely tonight, you'll also learn why Winnie the Pooh is called Pooh. I hope tonight's story distracts your squirrels, calms your mind, and helps you to fall asleep. I have another method besides my whispers to help you to fall asleep. It's the Slumber One mobile app, the sponsor of this episode. This app was developed with top experts from Harvard Medical School, and it's about four times more effective than sleeping pills. The Slumber One program will help you to get better sleep permanently. So... (laughs) You may not even need my whispers anymore. (laughs) I'm also going to try it. I've already downloaded the app, and I'll share my experiences in an upcoming episode. It's already helped hundreds of patients fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. Do you want to try also? Just go to www.slumber.one backslash silk. That's www.slumber.one backslash S-I-L-K. And that special link will get you a seven-day free trial and a 50% discount. So go ahead and peek in the episode notes to copy, click, or tap that special link. Before I lull you with sweet Winnie the Pooh, Here is one other suggestion to soothe you. It's the podcast, Sleep Meditation for Women. You'll enjoy soothing guided meditations to relax your body and calm your mind. Each night, you can pick and choose from hundreds of guided meditations. Topics include Optimism, tranquility, affirmations, and gratitude. Search for Sleep Meditation for Women in your podcast player, or use the link in the episode notes. Alright, time for tonight's Curious Tale. 
tonight's story is Winnie the Pooh by A. A. Milne. Part 1. Balloons and Bees. This is the story of Edward Bear, known to his friends as Winnie the Pooh, or Pooh for short. He is coming downstairs right now. Bump, bump, bump. On the back of his head, behind Christopher Robin. It is, as far as he knows, the only way of coming downstairs. But sometimes, he feels that there really is another way. If he only could stop bumping his head for a moment and think of it, and then he feels that perhaps there isn't. Anyhow, here he is, at the bottom of the stairs, and ready to be introduced to you, Winnie the Pooh. When I first heard his name, I said, just as you are going to say, but I thought he was a boy. So did I, said Christopher Robin. Then you can't call him Winnie. I don't. But you said, he's Winnie Thur Pooh. Don't you know what there means? Ah, uh, yes. Now I do, I said quickly. I hope you do too, because it is all the explanation you are going to get. Sometimes, Winnie the Pooh likes a game of some sort when he comes downstairs. And sometimes, he just likes to sit quietly in front of the fire and listen to a story. This evening, what about a story, said Christopher Robin. What about a story, I said. Could you, very sweetly, tell a story to Winnie the Pooh? I suppose I could, I said. What sort of stories does he like? He likes stories about himself, because he's that sort of bear. Oh, I see. So could you, very sweetly. I'll try, I said. So I tried. Once upon a time, a very long time ago, Winnie the Pooh lived in a forest all by himself under the name of Sanders. What does under the name mean? asked Christopher Robin. It means he had the name over the door in gold letters and he lived under it. Oh, okay. Winnie the Pooh wasn't so sure, said Christopher Robin. Okay, then I will go on, I said. One day, when he was out walking, he came to an open place in the middle of the forest. In the middle of this place was a large oak tree 
and from the top of the tree there came a loud buzzing noise. Winnie the Pooh sat down at the foot of the tree, put his head between his paws, and began to think. First of all, he said to himself, That buzzing noise means something. You don't get a buzzing noise like that, just buzzing and buzzing without it meaning something. If there's a buzzing noise, somebody's making a buzzing noise. And the only reason for making a buzzing noise that I know of is because you are a bee. Then he thought another long time and said, And the only reason for being a bee that I know of is making honey. And then he got up and said, And the only reason for making honey is so as I can eat it. So he began to climb the tree. He climbed and he climbed, and he climbed, and as he climbed, he sang a little song to himself. It went like this. Isn't it funny how a bear likes honey? Buzz, buzz, buzz. I wonder why he does. Then he climbed a little further, and a little further. And then just a little further. By that time, he had thought of another song. It's a very funny thought that if bears were bees, they built their nest at the bottom of trees. And that being so, if the bees were bears, we shouldn't have to climb up all these stairs. He was getting rather tired by this time, so that is why he sang a complaining song. He was nearly there now, and if he just stood on that branch right there, crack. Oh, help, said Pooh, as he dropped ten feet on the branch below him. If only I hadn't, he said, as he bounced twenty feet onto the next branch. You see what I meant to do, he explained, as he turned head over heels. He crashed onto another branch, thirty feet below. What I meant to do was, of course it was rather... He admitted, as he slithered very quickly through the next six branches. It all comes, I suppose, he decided, as he said goodbye to the last branch, spun around three times, and flew gracefully into a coarse bush. It all comes of liking honey so much. Oh, help. He crawled out of the coarse bush, 
brushed the prickles from his nose and began to think again. And the first person he thought of was Christopher Robin. Was that me? said Christopher Robin in an odd voice, hardly daring to believe it. Yes, that was you. Little Christopher Robin said nothing, but his eyes got larger and larger, and his face got pinker and pinker. So Winnie the Pooh went round to his friend, Christopher Robin, who lived behind a green door in another part of the forest. Good morning, Christopher Robin, he said. Good morning, Winnie the Pooh, said you. I wonder if you've got such a thing as a balloon about you. A balloon? Yes. I just said to myself, coming along, I wonder if Christopher Robin has such a thing as a balloon about him. I just said it to myself, thinking of balloons and wondering. What do you want a balloon for, you said. Winnie the Pooh looked around to see that nobody was listening. He put his paw to his mouth and said in a whisper, Honey, but you don't get honey with balloons. Oh, but I do, said Pooh. Well, it just happened that you had been to a party the day before at the house of your friend Piglet, and you had balloons at that party. You had had a big green balloon, and one of Rabbit's relations had had a big blue balloon. He had left it behind being really too young to go to a party at all. So you had brought the green one and the blue one home with you. Which balloon would you like? You asked Pooh. He put his head between his paws and thought very carefully. It's like this, he said. When you go after honey with a balloon, the great thing is not to let the bees know you're coming. So, if you have a green balloon, they might think you are only part of the tree, and the bees won't notice you. If you have a blue balloon, they might think you are only part of the sky, and the bees won't notice you. So the question is, which is most likely? Wouldn't they notice you underneath the balloon, you asked? They might, or they might not, said Winnie the Pooh. You can never tell with bees. He thought for a moment and said, 
I shall try to look like a small black cloud that will deceive them. Then you'd better have the blue balloon, you said, and so it was decided. You both went out with the blue balloon, and you took your gun with you, just in case, as you always did. Winnie the Pooh went to a very muddy place that he knew of, and rolled and rolled until he was black all over. When the balloon was blown up as big as big, and you and Pooh were both holding on to the string, you let go suddenly. Pooh Bear floated gracefully up into the sky and stayed there. He was level with the top of the tree and about twenty feet away from it. Hooray, you shouted. Isn't that fine, shouted Winnie the Pooh, back down to you. What do I look like? Well, you look like a bear holding a balloon, you said. Not, said Pooh anxiously, not like a small black cloud in a blue sky. Nope, not very much. Ah, well, perhaps from up here it looks different. And as I say, you never can tell with bees. There was no wind to blow him closer to the tree. So there he stayed. He could see the honey. He could smell the honey. But he couldn't quite reach the honey. After a little while, he called down to you. Christopher Robin, he said in a loud whisper. Hello. I think the bees suspect something. What sort of thing? Oh, I don't know. But something tells me that they're suspicious. Perhaps they think that you're after their honey. It may be that. You can never tell with bees. There was another little silence, and then he called down to you again. Christopher Robin, yes, have you an umbrella in your house? Yes, I do think so. I wish you would bring it out here, and then walk down with it, look up at me every now and then, and say, Tut, tut, it looks like rain. I think if you did that, it would help the deception which we are practicing on these bees. Well, you laugh to yourself, silly old bear. But you didn't say it aloud. 
because you were so fond of him, and you went home for your umbrella. Oh, there you are, called down Winnie the Pooh, as soon as you got back to the tree. I was beginning to get anxious. I have discovered that the bees are now definitely suspicious. Shall I put my umbrella up, you said. Yes, but do wait a moment. We must be practical. The important bee to deceive is the queen bee. Can you see which is the queen bee from down there? No. That's a real pity. Well, you walk up and down with your umbrella, saying, Tut, tut, it looks like rain. I shall do what I can by singing a little cloud song, such as a cloud might sing. All right, go. So while you walked up and down and wondered if it would rain, Winnie the Pooh sang this song. How sweet to be a cloud floating in the blue. Every little cloud always sings aloud. How sweet to be a cloud floating in the blue. It makes me very proud to be a little cloud. The bees were still buzzing as suspiciously as ever. Some of them, indeed, left their nests and flew all around the cloud as it began the second verse of this song. One bee even sat down on the nose of the cloud for a moment and then got up again. Christopher, ow, Robin, called out the cloud. Yes, I have just been thinking and I have come to a very important decision. These are the wrong sort of bees, are they? Yes, quite the wrong sort. So I should think they would make the wrong sort of honey, don't you? Would they? Yes, so I think I shall come down now. How, you asked. Winnie the Pooh hadn't thought about this. If he let go of the string, he would fall, bump, and he didn't like the idea of that. So he thought for a long time, and then he said, Christopher Robin, you must shoot the balloon with your gun. 
Have you got your gun? Of course I have, you said. But if I do that, it will spoil the balloon. But if you don't, said Pooh, I shall have to let go, and that would spoil me. When he put it like this, you saw how it was, and you aimed very carefully at the balloon, and fired. Ow, said Pooh. Did I miss, you asked. You didn't exactly miss, said Pooh, but you missed the balloon. I'm so sorry, you said, and you fired again, and this time you hit the balloon. The air slowly came out, and Winnie the Pooh floated down to the ground, but his arms were so stiff from holding onto the string of the balloon all that time that his arms stayed up straight in the air for more than a week. Whenever a fly came and settled on Boo's nose, he had to try to blow it off. sure that that is why he was always called Pooh. Is that the end of the story? asked Christopher Robin. That's the end of that one. There are others about Pooh and me and Piglet and Rabbit and all of you. Don't you remember? I do remember, and then when I try to remember, I forget. That day when Boo and Piglet tried to catch the heffalump, they didn't catch it, did they? No, Boo couldn't, because he hasn't any brain. Did I catch it? Well, that comes into the story. Christopher Robin nodded. I do remember, he said. Only Pooh doesn't very well. So, that's why he likes having it told to him again. Because then it's a real story, and not just a remembering. That's just how I feel, I said. Christopher Robin gave a deep sigh picked his bear up by the leg, and walked off to the door, trailing Pooh behind him. At the door, he turned and said, Are you coming? I said, Yes, I'm coming. But I have a question for you first. I didn't hurt Pooh when I shot him, did I? Nope, not a bit he said, and went out. And in a moment, I heard Winnie the Pooh bump, 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 going up the stairs behind him.
this is the end of part one of Winnie the Pooh. Stay tuned for part two in an upcoming episode. If you'd like to listen to many more storytime episodes right now, then peek in the episode notes or visit my new webpage, silkpodcasts.com. Or perhaps you're now ready to fall deeply asleep. If so, good night.